In Alice in Wonderland, Lewis Carroll created an epic female character. I've always loved her, and I admire that through her misadventures, she recognizes that very few things are really impossible. Hello, and welcome to Six Impossible Things. I am your host, Matt Collage, and I'd like to introduce you to my humble approach to understanding your creative potential. Every Tuesday, I will share with you thoughts, strategies, and a few anecdotes from my own experience as a creative. We will tread on the heels of Alice into a world of ingenuity and imagination. I hope you'll find inspiration to be creative in your own unique way. It will be a boost to your life in many different aspects, not only in art making. So there's always room at the table. Let's put the kettle on and get this party started. Hello everyone, welcome. I listened to the last episode and I realized that I sounded like Pepe the Muppet, so I'm trying to avoid that today. I'm going to jump right in and not waste any time. I want to avoid wasting time at all costs in this episode. There is so much ground to cover. So let's have a brief recap. Authenticity, that's what we're going to talk about today. Who are you creatively and what is it that keeps you in a rut? What a nasty place to be, a rut. Even the word is unpleasant. Let's see if we can do something to get the heck out of there. So let's talk about a few simple rules, just three. Alice knew that even at her tender age, if you drink too much from a bottle marked poison, it's almost certain to disagree with you sooner or later. Mmm, smart girl. There are behaviors in our pursuit of creativity that are like drinking poison. They kill any attempt at being productive and sincere. So let's see what those are. Number one, falling for flattery. By definition, flattery is empty. It is hollow. Sometimes the sycophant has an agenda and that is possible too. That makes it worse. So in general, if you're making honest efforts, maybe you're even struggling a bit and someone in your circle keeps telling you that your doodle is the best thing since sliced bread, be careful. Flattery can keep you stuck doing one thing and it will stunt your growth. Be gracious, say thank you, and move on to your next adventure. That's not to say that you should never be grateful when someone praises your efforts. Of course not. Most of the time, you'll be able to tell if the comment came from a good place, or if there's envy or resentment behind it. It is sad to have to think about it. It is. But it happens, and it can shock you, especially when it comes from someone close to you. Number two is pointless imitation. 
it is a function of an immature imagination. You wouldn't attempt to pick up a very heavy object if you knew that your muscles were not developed enough to withstand the weight, right? Well, your imagination is like a muscle. With use, it gets stronger and can reach a little farther. Certainly, there's lots to learn by researching and looking at other people's creative work in any discipline. However, once you've done that, you need to undertake what I call a process of assimilation. All that information you've accrued must be filtered through you. Some will be useful and some will not. To simply replicate an idea that came from someone else's imagination is trite and usually results in a flop. You'll end up very disappointed in yourself and ready to give up. A copy is never as good as the original. So don't sabotage yourself. Remember that there are no shortcuts. Number three is cozy inertia. Oh, it happens. Things start moving in a positive direction and then suddenly it's all smooth. No effort needed. There is no challenge involved. And while you might be initially happy at this state of affairs, a few days into it you realize that something's off and that you need a change. Keep in mind that we're looking for a healthy routine that is always open to improvements. Think about it. Gravity was what kept Alice falling down the rabbit hole. She didn't do anything. She just surrendered to it. And gravity, like inertia, are powerful forces and they give us little choice. But you have choices. So don't make the mistake of languishing if you wish to achieve creative growth. Be proactive. Consider the pathways in your brain that always lead to the same place. Oh, inertia loves to take you down those trails and nothing new or original will ever develop. Capitulating to inertia is pointless. Carve instead a new pathway. It's harder, but wonders will happen and you'll surprise yourself. Anyway, I hope your gut is telling you that you might be onto something good by now. That's great. Self-discovery is not easy and relearning how to see the world around you is not straightforward. Both take time and tenacity. You will need a little resolve to continue. Let's be real. Like Alice, you'll be asking yourself, which way? Which way? And that can definitely be anxiety-inducing. What did Alice do then? Well, she decided to eat some cake. Why not do the same? You can eat cake in the literal sense. I'm all for delicious cake. But more importantly, you should do it in a metaphorical way. Indulge a little bit in things that you feel are fine and lovely. 
You've earned it by coming this far. You have. In, in my opinion, there's nothing that restores the senses more than nature. Nature could be your best ally. It's free. It's accessible. It's inclusive. Everyone benefits from it equally. Go for a walk, putter around your garden, or sit by a lake, or if you should be so lucky, sit by the ocean. Do it with no agenda in mind, no plans. Just enjoy it, because in a minute, you'll be opening like the larger telescope that ever was. You'll have your head up in the clouds like Alice. And what a marvelous place to be that is. And on a personal note, I have a small garden around my house. Most of it is taken over by, let's call it, wild meadow and native plants. Lots of people, mostly my neighbors, call them weeds and, you know, don't like them very much. But I think they are beautiful and definitely useful. I walk in the garden when I'm feeling overwhelmed or tired or even in pain. And I don't do much formal gardening anymore, but when I sit down and don't make any noises, I become part of the landscape and I start seeing so many things happening. Moles and chipmunks, they go to the feeders, the bird feeders, and they start picking up seeds from the ground. Red squirrels are in the furs. Insects like glowing gems are darting around and munching on leaves. I see gorgeous birds, many cardinals and blue jays that live in this area, but also blackbirds and catbirds, and you should hear those catbirds. The sounds are amazing. A garden is never silent, unlike a dead lawn. Anyway, after a few minutes, I feel peaceful, I feel centered, and I feel like I can go back to the unpleasantness of life and be fabulous for one more day. I say, try it. You won't regret it. You really won't. Meet me here next Tuesday for our next episode, when we will talk about hmm, liking who we are when we finally meet ourselves and the many benefits of finding friends among the most diverse spectrum of creative people. I think you deserve a hot cup of tea, and so do I. I will see you Tuesday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Six Impossible Things. I hope you enjoyed it. Please join me again next week. Subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss any episodes. And visit madcollage.com for original artwork, exclusive prints, and monthly offers. For extra goodies, please visit my Redbubble store and select your favorite merchandise. You can also help make Six Impossible Things possible with a small contribution so that I can enjoy a lovely cup of tea while I write and edit this content. Have a peaceful 
and creative week. Take care. Thank you.